Welcome back to Church Public. Thank you for joining us here again today. Of course, biggest news of the day, at least in California, is that Governor Gavin Newsom appears to have beaten the recall. We will look into some of the details there, but really I want to broaden the scope and look at what that means, not just for California, but for the rest of America with where this administration is going. And then in addition, what we're going to look at is uh, some of the other actors, actors, politicians, actors, is it the same thing now? Probably in the rest of the country and see if we can make America California again. Thanks for choosing Church Public. I'm Matt Odegaard. Well, again, welcome back to Church Public. I'm Matt Odegaard, your host, and I really appreciate you coming by today. We are looking at news, some events. We're going to look at them from a biblical worldview, and we're going to look at them from a Christian perspective of what does that mean for America? And what does that mean for us as we're trying to sift through this, as we're trying to live our everyday lives for the kingdom, not this kingdom that we live in, America, but rather for the kingdom of God. And that is really the important thing. How are we living in our lives to live out the ideals that Jesus gives us? That is my bottom line. That is the foundation of all that I think about, talk about, and want to really live out in my life. And as you follow along, I hope that you do the same. You don't even have to take anything I say for granted. You can look it up for yourself in your own Bible, the scriptures, the holy word of God to you, to us believers as we follow after God. So that's what we're looking at today. And if you missed any of the previous episodes, you can go back and check them out at churchpublic.com or Apple or Google or Spotify or any of the places that you get podcasts. And of course, check me out on social media if you want to interact in that way. So we are turning first to uh, what is ostensibly a large story in especially California, but really bigger in America. I think it is, and we're going to look at a couple of reasons why. So Governor Gavin Newsom has uh, apparently beaten the recall in California. Uh, ABC News says he will not be removed in the California recall election, and then Uh, What is this one? L.A. Times says he soundly defeats the California recall election. At any rate, there were a bunch of I didn't grab them all because it doesn't matter. You all already know if if, if you're in California or if you're paying attention to uh, countrywide politics, you already know that ostensibly, again, Newsom has beaten this recall election. Now, it stands to be said that not all of the votes have been counted. It stands to be said that. Many of the votes that were counted when stories like this started popping up a mere minutes after the election ended uh, or the recall ended yesterday that that he had already won and they hadn't all been counted. So there will be questions, but many of the main uh, mainline news organizations and even a lot of conservative news organizations have called this for him. We'll check back on this as we have more. At this moment, we don't have more. And that's all I'm really going to say. Uh, All I'm really going to say about that particular fact is, I I do think it is is interesting. A a couple of news outlets reported that this was a free and fair election and that there was zero voter fraud involved in the election. And I just think that's amazing at the speed in which they performed their intense investigation took mere minutes after the election itself was ended to... uh, pronounce to the world that this was 
the most honest election in the history of elections. So I just think that's amazing. I congratulate them for their their studious work in spending minutes to really investigate all of, of the things. The fact checkers were really on it. They really investigated all of the things that needed to be investigated, showing for 100% certainty that this was the best election that has ever been held. So again, congratulations to them in that. We may check back on that later to see if that, uh, if that continues. But at any rate, we're going to continue on because here's what I want to do is expand this. While, as some of you know, I did spend the majority of my life in California, I am currently not in California. And uh, unfortunately, for some, thankful for that. I, I'm thankful to not be in this place anymore because there are just strange things happening there, as we see in this particular election or recall effort and many other things that we'll talk about in just a moment. But the reality is this, not the recall election, but this state is being held as the model for America. So that's what I want us not to miss here. Whether or not you live in California, wherever you live in America, really, the reality is this model is held up for the entire nation. This is what the governor, the, not the governor, but the president and his administration want the country to look like, period, full stop. This is just the reality. I'll just point you at first to this LA Times article that came out in January. This LA Times article says, Make America California Again, uh, which, of course, makes fun of the pithy slogan that a former president, actually Ronald Reagan, invented. But, but after that, uh, a more recent former president, who some of you know, made a statement about. So at any rate, Biden basically said in January that he wanted to make America California. And he held in this article in the LA Times, California as a great model of what America could look like. And that's really what I want to talk about today. I think that's that's the bigger thing that is going on here. It's It's not necessarily that this whole recall election happened. Well, there's a lot of things I want to talk about there. I, I'm going to leave most of them for now because they are still unfolding and we'll come back to them. There, there's a lot of issues that we're going to have to deal with there. But I think the bigger thing is to make Cal make America California again. And that is the goal. And we see that as the goal. We see it in many of the executive orders that the president has already put through, but we see it in the more general outlook and view of the administration and many in the administration and the view that they have for this nation. And you can even look just in the past week, you have Vice President Harris, current President Biden, former President Obama, and many, many others in politics, uh, politicians and academics, and of course, all of Hollywood, all stumped for Gavin Newsom. He, I, I should have written the number down, I don't have it here, but hundreds of millions. He was donated because in California, there is no limit to the amount of donations you can receive for a recall election. He was donated more than any other candidate, I believe, in history of, of this uh, governor's race. And the biggest names in the country pushed to have him not be recalled. These are things to point to. These are things to point to in that the biggest players in the game want this governor to remain in power because they want California to be the model 
for America. So if California starts changing, then California can't be the model. That's the bigger thing that is at play here. And whatever you think about the election, whether it was entirely fair, you must know that the policies and procedures that were part of this last year are the things that Biden and the administration want to bring to the larger country. Masks, lockdowns, climate catastrophe, unemployment, outrageous house prices, no gasoline or very high-priced gasoline, rolling blackouts, forest fires, religious censure, and on and on. These are things that have taken place in California in the last year and beyond, but especially in the last year. And Biden really wants this to be part of the situation going forward. He really, really does. They want these policies, and they don't really care if the policies affect us in certain ways. They really don't. We're going to look at that in a moment as we actually take a quick look at the Met Gala. You've probably heard about it. You've probably seen some of the pictures. I'll, I'll, I want to talk about a couple of things there. So, some of the points that other people have made, but, but I think there's a couple of points that I haven't heard anybody else make, so I felt like I should make them. At any rate, this is back in January, according to this LA Times article. Biden wants to make America California again, and he will do this. Um, he, I think he's put, I, I, uh, I wrote some of these down, but I think he's put a Californian in the Health and Human Services, the Treasury, Homeland Security, Energy Department, uh, of course, former Senator Kamala Harris is now the Vice President, Nancy Pelosi from San Francisco, is in charge of the House of Representatives. Uh, Laura Tyson, Lenny Mendonca um, are progressives in California, and they are they. Their quote is something like California's distinctive approach to market capitalism. Distinctive approach to market capitalism, especially as we've seen in the last year. Uh, this they say quote is the way forward to a socially just future. You hear that kind of language? Socially just. Not necessarily that capitalism, again, rising tide raises all ships. As people make more money, more people can make more money. That's how capitalism works in general, very generally speaking. Instead, we want a socially just future where the right people make the right amount of money and the wrong people don't necessarily do that. We've seen this already from the current administration with things like certain races of farmers in America get benefits and certain races of farmers in America do not get benefits. This is a policy that Biden has enacted in the last few months. And of course, it's in lawsuits because that is technically illegal. You can't choose to benefit people based on race. You can't and nor should you. Again, back to Bible. That's discrimination, and God hates discrimination, hates discrimination. I don't use the word hate very often, but when I do, I do it because God said it, not me. At any rate, there are other things that California is the best at. Not necessarily the best for everyone, but they are just the best at. They have the highest, uh, they had in this past year, the highest poverty rate. They had the widest gap in between the middle and upper income earners of any state. And unfortunately, minorities like African-Americans and Latinos do worse in California than anywhere else in the country, um, according to the Urban Reform Institute. For instance, in Atlanta, um, median incomes of black or African-American people adjusted for cost are almost double those in San Francisco and Los Angeles. Latinos earn 20000 more in Midwestern and Southern cities than these wonderful and bustling metropolis uh, cities in the California coast. And then, of course, you have the presence of such technocratic oligarchies as Google, Facebook, and Apple, whom I hope are not listening at this moment, but 
I love you if you are. At any rate, these Silicon Valley uh, technocratic lords and ladies, or I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to say that anymore because, of course, that's uh, not gender conforming. At any rate, that's a topic for another day. So they will, if you don't follow their rules, remove the information they don't want you to see or just remove you. Just ask the former president of the United States. This has left the state dependent on a small amount of taxpayers, usually the highest taxpayers, which is an interesting side point that we'll get to in a moment, that we had a certain state representative who wore a certain kind of dress, and that particular dress said a certain statement about certain rich people needing to be taxed more. We're going to look at that in a moment. As it happens, according to the Franchise Tax Board, 46% of all personal income taxes are paid by the individuals in the top 1% of earners. More than half, almost half, sorry, I apologize, but try to be accurate. Almost half of, in, of income taxes are paid by the top 1%, the richest of the rich. And the top 5% richest of the rich pay two-thirds of all personal income tax. And we're going to get more to that particular facet in a moment. But at any rate... California is doing great. That, that, that's my point here. California is doing great. Uh, let's, let's talk about the middle class. The middle class is basically going away in California. The regulatory policies uh, have pushed housing prices so high that, uh, I'm going to read this right here, six of the nation's worst housing markets are in California. Six. Six of them. That's fantastic for first-time home buyers. And four of the nation's six largest metros have the lowest homeownership rates in the country, according to economist John Husing. Most, many, many people in California cannot afford a house. Construction workers on their general salary in the union even, whatever you think of unions, in their union, they can't afford a house that they built. And then we get to homelessness. It is a crisis on steroids or maybe something stronger. If you have not been to the major cities in California, you may not have seen the tent cities there, but they are there. I have seen them in many of the cities there. And in many of the cities in California, it's now not a crime to camp out on someone's sidewalk or front, uh, front area, or not a crime to poop on the sidewalk or do other things on the sidewalk. So forget calling somebody to remove the people from out in front of your house or your business because it's okay if they live there in front of your house. In, in some of these cities. This has led to, for the first time in history, California losing more people than it gained. The first time in history that this has ever happened. Around 70,000 people net loss in this last year. And of course, many of you know that the, a lot of big companies have relocated out of California. According to the California Policy Center, there have been at least 50 large corporations that left California since 2014, and most of them occurred in the last year, or at least a large percentage of them. So this is not necessarily, again, the utopia that it is made out to be. And unfortunately, I can also speak anecdotally from personal experience, having lived there for a long, long time. This is what the administration, in their own words, wants to make America look like. And this is the bigger problem at hand. Is this the kind of place that you want America to look like writ large? I, I would say not necessarily. And that 
honestly pains me to say from a personal note. I love the place that I grew up in California. It was, I would say, again, perhaps from a biased perspective, one of the most beautiful places on the planet. It definitely has the best climate that I've literally ever been in. Um, And yet policies like this have functionally ruined it. And it makes me really sad. It really does make me sad. But what does this look like in real life? And for that, we do have to turn to the Met Gala. I mentioned this earlier, and I mentioned that we have to talk about this. And I don't really even want to talk about this, but we have to talk about this. We have to talk about this because it is both a commentary on what we've been talking about in California and the larger America. It is also a commentary on how out of touch some people are and how they believe they are better than you. So we turn, of course, to... Uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, who wore this dress. If you can't see, and if you haven't seen the pictures, they're all over the interwebs, but on the back of her dress, in uh, in the on the back of her white dress, I'll describe it for you, the back of her white dress has the red letters, tax the rich, tax the rich. So uh, that's, that, that's the statement that she made at this Met Gala. I'm just going to give you some information on the Met Gala if you haven't heard this already. I think it is just important to note and important to understand the fullness of of what we're talking about here. So I can understand, I can, can understand, hear me correctly, that if you really don't like the way the rich are living, if you really think that some people are better off than you and you feel like there should be some equalization between these things, I can understand that. I can understand you showing up on the sidewalk of this event and holding up a sign that says this words, tax the rich, because the rich people there are obviously, obviously living a different life than you or I are living, for sure. However, this particular person went to this event, this event that costs on average, per ticket, $30,000 per ticket. And apparently, she also brought a boyfriend, which would have also been another $30,000 ticket. Now, we are told that they were gifted these tickets. Okay, fine. That means either the charity event didn't get the money for these tickets, so that's kind of sad, or they were given these tickets in kind, and as a politician, that's a rather generous donation to this particular politician that probably should be reported somewhere. I don't know. I'm not a politician, but... Check into that. At any rate, that's a lot of money. Then there are more things like people have pointed out the beautiful purse, or I'm sorry, the beautiful earrings that were worn were around $450. The shoes were around $600 and on and on. We could go on. I don't really care. The point here is that this particular individual went to this super expensive party wearing a super expensive outfit saying rich people are bad. Do you see a little irony there? I mean, I see a little I see a little irony there. And and that's the issue. It's that some people believe they are better than you and they're going to act like it. And that's what we see in California. That's what we see famously when the governor, when he personally issued the closure orders for restaurants, for bars. Uh, again, you couldn't go to bars because at a bar you couldn't eat food. And at the limited amount of restaurants you could go to, you had to have certain foods, but you could wear your mask when you're walking in but you could take it off when you eat but then you had to put it on in between bites that was an issue at one point it was an edict that came down if you're eating or drinking you have to in between bites do it but they said don't touch your mask because that's dirty but also take your mask off in between bites anyway great great rules that all totally make sense appreciate that governor and 
during the height of all of this, apparently went to this most amazing restaurant, I've never been, probably won't ever go, called the French Laundry, and didn't follow any of the rules. Again, obviously he's he knows better, he is better than the rest of us, great. Uh, our glorious representative here obviously knows better and is better than the rest of us, okay, great. But here is the deal. When they say they want to do these things and they want you to do these things, but they don't have to do these things, that's what we're looking at. And that's why I point out the point that they want to make California America again. This is why you need to pay attention to this because they want to rule over you. And it's clear you see that from these things. Tax the rich. As I mentioned before, according to the tax board itself, the rich are the ones who already pay the majority of taxes in America. That's just true. And yet we hear from this person that if we don't tax the rich, that we're doing a terrible job and the country is going to cease to exist. I don't know what's going to happen there. While at the same time, of course, the federal government is printing more money than has ever existed in the history of mankind. Side story that we'll get into in a later episode. But I, I do want to point out one more thing about this Met Gala. And, and this one, I, I, haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen as much. So I just want to point this out. This is soccer superstar Megan Rapinoe. Rapino, I don't know how you pronounce it. And what I want to point to, again, if you're not watching, she's wearing a nice little outfit here uh, with her uh, with her um, trademark pink hair. In gay we trust is the, I think it's a purse. I, I don't really know. It's either a purse or a banner, a banner purse, whatever you want to call it. In gay we trust. Um, so a couple of points because then this is the one that I haven't I haven't heard much about. And we'll, we'll come back to the to the rich point and the, and the gala point in a second. This is obviously, I mean, obviously this person saying in gay we trust, playing off in God we trust, which is a statement of America as an institution that from the founding, we really need to put our faith and our trust in God because he is the only one that can produce any kind of prosperity. You read that through the founding documents, the Declaration and the Constitution. We've gone through those at length at other times. I'm not going to go through them again right now. But this is really the point, right? The, the point really is, in gay we trust, the point really is we need to change our entire mindset. And I talked about this the other day when we talked about the pride flag in opposition, literally in opposition to the American flag, the pride flag that has been flown at many embassies across the world and is flown all over the place. And the pride flag is an imperialist flag that says, in gay we trust. It says to its viewer that this is the way not only should people be in America, but people should be across the globe. And that is the goal that is going on here. So it is. it stands in stark opposition to In God We Trust because we do pledge our allegiance to America as a nation to the flag of America, right? I pledge allegiance to the flag and to the nation of America because we have given to America the right to govern us as people who can be self-governed. That's the whole goal here. Instead, this statement, the statement I read the other day uh, from the teacher who showed that you can pledge allegiance instead of to the American flag, which she didn't have in her classroom anymore because it just disappeared, you can pledge allegiance to the pride flag. That's the goal. The goal here is to pledge allegiance to another form of ideology, and that form is 
pride. And that form is in gay we trust, as is written on her banner handbag here. And this is something that we just need to keep in mind. And I, again, she may be a very nice person. I don't know her. I've never met her. All I can say is the statement here for millions in front of the media is that our trust is misplaced when we put that in God, and it should be placed in the people that know better, and those people that know better are gay or LGBTQAIP+, at any rate. That's clearly the statement here. And they do know better. And the other piece that I want you to pay attention to, if you are watching, and if you aren't, I'll describe it for you, is what's happening in the background of this photo. And what's happening in the background of this photo, I think, is, is, what, is actually the more important thing, but it, but it makes my point. If you look in the background of this photo, I believe, as I'm looking at it, every single person in the background of this photo is wearing a mask. And I think that's very telling. It's very telling in the fact that what I'm talking about here is that ultimately, when we're making America California again, as is the goal, they think they're better than you. They think they're better than you when they get to go to a dining experience that you don't get to go to. They think they're better than you when they get to ride on private jets that you don't get to ride on. They think they're better than you when they get to attend these gala events that you will never be invited to. And they think they're better than you when they don't have to wear masks according to the edicts that they have set, but everyone else does. Everyone else at this event that was not part of the Richie Rich, even though we're taxing them more apparently, they all have to follow the guidelines. But the people that attend, of course they don't because they're superstars and they're amazing and we should look up to them and we should listen to everything that they say because obviously they are right and we should trust them because they are more enlightened than we, plebeians, regular, normal people who just sit there in our basements and read the Bible and read these old, worn-out words from a God that obviously has no power over anything we clearly don't know what we're talking about. I'd like to propose that following God is a bigger deal. I'd like to propose that seeking after Jesus has more eternal value than what some of these people would have you believe. I'd like to propose that you do your own research. Again, you don't have to listen to them and you don't have to listen to me. And I'm okay with that. I, I have enough humility and I, I have enough self-awareness to know that I'm not the smartest person in the world, in the room, and I don't hope to be. All I can hope to be is faithful to the God that I serve. All I can hope to be is to follow after God as hard as I can with my heart and soul and mind and strength, with everything that I have. And it just seems more and more that most of the people in this world, in the media, in academia, in Hollywood, in politics, are only in it for it seems like, themselves. I hope that as you listen to this, as you open this book that I don't think is a bunch of useless old dead words, but I really think could change your life and the lives of everyone that you come into contact with. I hope as you study those words that God has so graciously, graciously given us, and as you move in the power of the Spirit that gives us the fruit of the Spirit, that you really do make a difference in this world. And I believe that you can. And the better thing than me and my endorsement is God believes that that will change your life forever, literally forever. So I do pray that God blesses you, and I hope that through all of this, you continue to keep the faith.